Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to the very first episode of Cut the Slack. I am your host, Coach T, and I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening to this very first episode. I am super excited to finally be recording this episode. It has been a long time coming. It has been a project that I have been putting off for far too long. Um, But with the support and encouragement from some really awesome friends of mine, um, I decided to stop getting in my own way. And here I am recording the first episode. So again, thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, I'm going to get into a little bit about who I am um, and how I got into into training, into coaching. Um, So sit back and I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you enjoy this first episode. Um, So I started coaching in 2016. Um, Technically, one of my best friends is how I ended up becoming a coach. Um, I started going back into the gym in 2015 with a whole bunch of curveballs that life threw at me. Then I knew I needed to make a change for myself, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So I'll always say that from 2015 through 2017, those were my transformation years for sure. Like my biggest transformations. Um, so 2015, I went and well first off I had some self-reflection that I had to do and there were things that I wanted to change things that I I was not happy about within myself so I wasn't happy internally therefore reflected externally um yeah I was overweight um my mental and emotional health were just kind of down the drain at that point Um, but I knew I needed to make the change so I decided to cut the slack and get my butt back into the gym So I went in in 2015, signed up for a membership, got me a personal trainer, and here I am four years later. Um, Initially, once I became more consistent, um, had an awesome soul recognize me, like coming in on the regular, she noticed the changes that I'd made. She's like, hey, I've noticed you've been in here and you've been working really hard. Um, Have you ever thought about becoming a personal trainer and I'm like well yeah I have but I haven't done the research I I I didn't look further into it other than knowing I wanted to do it but I didn't take any action to see what I needed to do in order to become a trainer um so she she told me you know hey we're we're needing more trainers you know I really think you should apply I think you'd be a great fit um you know I've been watching you for a while so I'm like, okay, every opportunity is presented for a reason. So on a walking of faith, I went ahead and applied. And sure enough, I I got hired on as a personal trainer. So at the time, I was working full-time for a call center and um, part-time at the gym. And (laughs) during that time, it was really interesting because I promise that I was going to climb the ladder with this call center and be, you know, be at the top of the ladder. And it's, it's really interesting to see how everything shifted. Um, once I found my passion, I would be working at doing my call center job. So a sit down job for eight to 10 hours a day, 
Lord, <laughs> a lot. Um, but I'd be studying and researching and taking my test for my PT certification and um, my CPR cert. And it's just crazy how it, it's how little of interest I had in continuing to climb the ladder, so to speak, at this call center job. And how I really, really, really wanted to transition into personal training full time. And it was a really, really tough decision working full-time for this call center and where, where I'd been for seven years. And it was stability. It was it was comfort. It was stability. So I, I didn't want to... I was nervous about leaving that because I knew it was a different playing field once I transitioned to being a personal trainer. It wasn't, it wasn't the same. But I, I went on a leap. Of, I went out on faith, leap of faith. And I put in my two weeks at my call center job and let the gym know that, hey, I'm ready to go full time. I don't, I I put in my two weeks here and I'm like, okay, we got you. We're going to make sure your schedule's filled. And sure enough, my schedule got filled and quickly. Um, But I was excited. I was was really excited to to be, to be doing that. Um, It took, took a lot of hard work to and to go to work through that transition from that comfort that stability that cushion from that call center job and then to go to where it was the complete opposite like literally no benefits or any of that I was responsible for my own taxes all those all those things so it was all new but everything happens for a reason I'm very excited that I I trusted I trusted uh, walking on faith, walking on faith, walking by faith, not by sight. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really thankful to be where I am today. Um, I love coaching because I know what, what me being, co- I know what that did for me from getting coaching. Um, it gave me my life back training and in the gym all of that gave me my life back i took back my power taught me to cut the slack um but i I took back my power um i started meditating that's something i never done i prayed but i never meditated knew too much about meditation um i got into yoga i i was outdoors way more just me and nature and just the mental transformation all along with the physical mentally once you're shifting and transition and and transitioning, the physical is going to come with it. Because wherever you are mentally, the physical is going to follow. And I can definitely say I'm living proof of that, along with many others. And you know, being a coach, it is very rewarding in itself. But it's amazing. It's amazing to see the transition, the transformation that my clients make. Not only physically. I think the 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 one that really sticks out is the the mental and emotional uh, transformation. Um, you know, those people come into the gym. They come. They came into that gym for something. Everybody comes in for something. I always say, and they they needed help. They wanted to take back their power. They wanted their lives back, and that's exactly what they came and did and are doing currently. Um, 
and I, I just can relate to them. I put myself in their shoes. I've been there before. I share my story with them and pictures and all because they want to make sure like you, you understand where they're coming from for you to really hear them out and what their needs are and I do my best to make sure I do just that because I always say that my clients are my babies because they are um, helping people that's that's my why training nutrition all that gave me my life back and I want to inspire others I'm inspired to inspire I want to inspire others and let them know you can you don't have to be and settle for what people tell you you determine that not not your family not your friends not your co-workers you you determine that so um that's a lot about uh, uh i mean about my why um also with with the cut the slack cut the slack um I'll be releasing a, I'll be releasing, excuse me, tripping over my words. I will be releasing an episode twice a month, so once every two weeks is the goal. If I get a little recording happy, it might be a little more than that, but the goal is to release uh, two episodes a month, or at least one every two weeks, one every two weeks is the goal again i'm super excited to be here and that i i have recorded this and i would so appreciate it if you like if you like it share uh tell your friends tell your family that this will be on all platforms um spotify all those all those platforms um i will also have guests on uh, the, I, I already have in mind the first, I'm going to have a few people on, I already have a list. So I'm super excited to reach out to them and see if they'll, they'll want to hop on and we just have fun and just keep each other going. Um, so yes, guys, thank you again until episode two. Be fantabulous. Take back your power. And just be great. Thank you again, guys. Alright, guys. So, breaking the generational curse with food. Um, today's episode was actually inspired by a conversation um, that I was having with my friend Sable, um, who's also a nutrition coach. Uh, we've been coaching about five years, um, but we were just, you know, reminiscing basically and just talking about like different things we've experienced, different things with clients, and then even ourselves as we've grown in this industry and as individuals and where we've come from and transformed from not just physically, but mentally. Um, and one of the topics that we brought up was the generational curse that nobody talks about, which is the generational curse with food. Nobody talks about the bad relationships they have with food. Nobody talks about how they were brought up with cooking and prepping food. And, you know, when it comes to grocery shopping, um, you know, certain behaviors, certain conversations that were had or words that were said as, you know, when when we're growing up and I'm not saying us per se, just speaking in general, because I'm sure somebody that's listening to this is going to be able to relate tenfold or they might know somebody that has that experience or they might be going through it now. 
But for instance, um, you know, as a child, you're told to clean your plate in order to get, you know, this drink or to have your dessert. You have to eat everything off your plate. That's all, you know, good and all to make sure, you know, the, you know, children are eating. But in the same breath, there is a fine line because then in turn, it could turn into overeating. Then overeating can turn into, you know, excessive weight gain. And then it kind of can go into a downward spiral. So you, you just have to tread lightly. Um, you know, and prepping food, whether it's, you know, just frying it, you know, oils and, you, you know, just all that stuff on a regular basis. When you're shopping in the grocery store and you're buying fatty foods, like foods that are very calorie dense and not nutrients dense whatsoever. So, you know, for instance, I can remember, you know, when I would shop for myself when I first moved out and I'm buying like all the bread and, you know, the oil, the flour, you know, the fried chicken and the high fat, uh, you know, proteins, you know, things like that. And high fat, you know, the burger patties that are like 26 grams of fat, saturated fat, you know, out of the fr the frozen section and a lot of processed foods. So, um, all those things can contribute to that generational curse and having that bad relationship with food. Um, something to also tread lightly on is the earn your eats mentality. So say your kids or teenagers or, you know, even yourself as an adult, like if you're running a 5k or, you know, it's, oh, I earned this cupcake. Let me, you know, run and burn all these calories and I earned this cupcake or they earned this meal. Like, that's not a great relationship to have with food um, at all. If you want something, eat it. <laughs> I mean, just period, point blank. Eat it, without, eat it without guilt, without regret, without feeling, you know, that discomfort. You know, the earn your eats mentality is no bueno. So we want to steer clear of the earn your eats mentality. Also, going back to childhood, there are certain phrases or verbiage that aunts, uncles, parents, grandparents can say, and it impacts kids long term. If you eat that, it's just going to go straight to your butt and straight to your gut, or you're going to get fat, or, oh my God, why are you eating all that? Or, you know, someone is being judged, you know, based off of their, their, um, their plate or, because their, you know, their diets or whatever they decide to eat is different from them. So these are all little things to be careful of. Another thing that I can even recall um, that generational curse is in 2017 when I was even prepping for my first bodybuilding show. And one of the remarks that I heard all the time and even Sable heard the same thing, it was... Oh my God, that's all you're going to eat? You're eating like a rabbit. You're going to get skinny. Oh, and then when you eat this, then you're going to get fat. It's like, stop. <laughs> Just stop. Because it's those comments that are very ignorant and then it impacts people long term. Luckily, it didn't impact me. Now, at the time, it did, you know, sometimes bother me when I would hear it because it would be made as a joke. I'm like, it's not funny, but, <laughs> you know. But you still want to be careful of being judgmental towards others and their food choices or their snack choices or whatever their choices are regarding, you know, their food. You just want to tread lightly. And again, this was, you know, family, 
friends that are, you know, saying these little comments. So you just really, really want to tread lightly um, and be careful because you don't know how that will impact people long term. There are some people, you know, that have, you know, encountered eating disorders, you know, bulimia, anorexia, you know, things like that. And they had to recover from those things because they had bad relationships with food because it stemmed from something childhood related nine times out of ten. Um, so you just really, really want to be careful with that. Um you just really want to be careful with that. Um, something else is, you know, people will go on and then they start, you know, demonizing foods. Um, you know, especially, especially carbs. Don't eat this carb or don't eat that carb. Again, it's going to go to your butt. It's going to go to your hips. Um, not necessarily the case at all, actually. Um, and I always, you know, coach my clients, there is no such thing as a good or bad food. There's calorie dense versus nutrients dense. And I coach to, you know, from a holistic standpoint, one, and then two, to have a balanced diet. Um, I don't coach my clients to have restrictions. I coach them to have a balance. If you want a cupcake, eat the cupcake. But make sure it's balanced. You know what I mean? Um, so with that being said... Um, I know that there may be some that are dealing with, you know, trying to break this generational curse and trying not to pass this along, or maybe they're working through the motions right now. Maybe as I'm actually recording this, this is hitting home to someone. Um, but I just want to give these tips on how to break up with that generational curse, how to stop it. Um, and even if you're picking apart at yourself because of, the experiences that you've had before. Um, some tips that I want to share with you is don't pick yourself apart and especially don't pick yourself apart in front of other people, uh, especially given that that may be something that you're used to because prior aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa did it. So we don't want to do that at all. Okay, so don't pick yourself apart at all, but if you're going to do that, don't do it in front of other people because then it almost gives them leeway to do what they see you doing. So don't do not do that to yourself. Um, let others eat whatever they want. Don't judge people. Don't pick people apart. Don't make them feel bad or guilty because of their food choices being different from yours. Just don't do that. Don't shame others uh, for being different. Just don't shame and don't pick them apart. Let them eat whatever they want, guys. Practice a balanced diet, not a diet restriction. As I mentioned before, I coach my clients to have a balanced diet, not a restricted diet. We don't, we don't want that because having restrictions in turn can lead into binging. And then binge eating, that, that can be a, a thing. That can be another form of an eating disorder. So we, we don't want that. We want healthy, balanced, nutritional foods, nutritional eating. So also, um, if you want to get up and move, encourage others. Don't belittle them and come down on them or judge them. Again, I'm going to say those things because it happens more often than not. Be encouraging. 
you know, ask a friend if they want to go for a walk and things like after dinner and stuff like that. If you want to, you know, walk some of your food off to help with the digestion, totally okay with that. And another huge, huge component that I want you to remember is that you are a badass and that you are amazing and don't let anybody bring you down or make you feel any less because of your food choices or, you know, just anything, period. Love yourself. Have a beautiful relationship with food. Please remember to have a balanced diet, not a restricted diet. I really, really hope that everyone that's listening to this and tuned in really listens to everything that I mentioned before um, just throughout this entire podcast because, again, light needed to be shedded on this. And if if anybody's going to do it, I'll be one of the ones to do it. Um, but hopefully it just raises more awareness about this generational curse with food and, you know, people having bad relationships with food. Like, it's a no-go. So, um, yeah. So I just wanted to make sure that I touched on this. I really, really hope that everybody enjoyed this episode. Also, um, before, before I end this one, um, I am now a part of an amazing team. Um, I'm one of the prime athletes for Fight or Quit Apparel. It's based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. CEO, uh, Stephanie and, um, Micah. Stephanie and Micah, uh, went ahead and picked me up. So if you need some more apparel, some more gear, Go ahead and check out Fighter at Fighter Quit on Instagram. Um, if you're friends with me on Instagram or you're following me, the link is in my bio. Also, my discount code, which is 15% um, off of your purchase. So it's there, Tracy86. Um, if you're not following me, Tracy Bree. So that's T R A C E Y B R E E. And on Facebook, I am Tracy Murphy. Um, again, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate you all very, very much. And I hope that you got a lot out of this. I hope you like. Please share, subscribe, leave me reviews. Anything else you guys want to hear, please give me feedback. That's the only way I'm going to get better and make sure I'm delivering what you guys want to hear. Again, thanks, guys. I appreciate you all very, very much.